Hey, welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast. <laughs> Hi. I'm sorry. Did you say something? My that- hearing is like shot well, after that. Loud. All right. It was it was a titch loud. Just just a little, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, right. I'll, I'll survive. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast. Everybody's excited to be here. Not filmed in front of a live studio audience, but we'll pretend. We'll pretend. Yeah. I mean, I've I've got one. What are you guys talking about? If the Flintstones can have laughter, so can we. <laughs> I think we're funnier than the Flintstones. Sorry, that was the wrong button. I meant this one. <laughs> All right. That's that's a thing of beauty right there is what that is. Boy, we're a new toy for Jake. I, I said that to my kids when I opened it. I said, hey, I got a new toy. And my four-year-old was like, that's not a toy. I said, you're right. It is a, what did I say, an expensive piece of recording equipment or something like that. And so then when I said it later to one of his siblings, he said, it's not a toy. It's an expensive piece of recording equipment. I'm like, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. that I mean, that works. Cool. Yay. Speaking, uh, since Colin's not here, you've got to fill in the void. Yeah. Colin, Colin is not here tonight. So... Oh, I, I, wow. Standing ovation almost. Okay. Wow. You lit him up last time you yeah. were here. And, well, we all kind of did, but yeah. you especially okay. lit him up. <laughs> last time, uh, the last episode that Marley and I did with Craig, we were nice. We didn't kill anybody. We didn't light anybody up because yeah. I forgot. Well, and. Now here we are back to things how they are. It's it's nice to see the universe back in order. Yeah. Well, Craig's a, a classy guy. He's not going to light anybody up on the air. So it's, you know, yeah, a touch of class to the show, which we desperately need. We really do desperately need that, especially when I'm the one that's doing the primarily hosting. <laughs> I mean, we weren't going to say it, so... Yeah, well, I I know who I am. But speaking of Craig, if you want to hear him maybe light somebody up one of these days, he's going to be on Stolen Droids Network coming up here pretty quick. He is, yeah. Memory Wipe, May 3rd is when that will premiere. We're excited. It's going to be a fun show. Yes, it will be. It will be. We are happy to have him as part of the Stolen Droids family. Yeah, and the, and his show that he's putting together is unlike anything we've got on the network right now. So I think it's <laughs> fun and exciting, and he's put a lot of work in on it behind the scenes. So he really has. I've done I don't know how many podcasts over the last decade, and dude's put in a ton of work compared to anything I've ever done. And I thought I've put in a lot of work behind the scenes on some of these, but no, dude, it's going to be an amazing show. You definitely don't want to miss it. Yeah, for sure. We're excited to have him aboard the Stolen Droids train. Also, speaking of May, we have Utah Remote Con 2 coming up starting May 10th. We're just going to get all, all of the announcements out of the way at the beginning so we don't have to forget about them at the end. It'll be nice. Yeah, that works. So so May is Stolen Droids Month, basically. Put it on your calendars. That's right. It'll be epic. Stolen Droids Month with a new podcast and... Utah Remote Con 2, which is going to be two weeks this time around. Because which 
tell me I just realized it's remote con two and it's two weeks. Yeah, this is not a pattern. I don't think we're gonna do like Utah Remote Con three and do three weeks. Because that Why would not? be a lot of fun <laughs> and a lot of work. And people would probably cry and have mental breakdowns. In all honesty, when we talked about doing remote con two, we kind of did it jokingly saying it was going to be bigger, better, and remoter, thinking that by this point, things wouldn't be as remote and we wouldn't need to do as much virtually. And I think that's probably the case, but conventions and things haven't come back yet. By the time we'd be able to do Utah Remote Con 3, conventions should be back. Like we should be back at FanX. Let's hope. I hope so. I'm sure we will. I, yeah. I like, you know, down here in Texas, and I think I've seen in Utah as well, but things are really starting to get back to normal, which is a really nice feeling. I like it. Yeah, it depends on where you're at here in Utah, but but yeah, that's it's getting there. It was weird. We went to Vegas on a trip, and we went the weekend of the Final Four, and it was also Easter weekend, and it was really, really busy in Vegas. Like, busier than I thought it was going to be. I had heard that crowds were starting to come back a little bit, but it was packed and the whole city wasn't prepared for how packed it was. Like the infrastructure just wasn't prepared, but um, it felt, well, I was in new Orleans last week. Same thing. Yeah. And it felt, it felt semi-normal. Yeah. You had to wear a mask inside the casinos and the hotels. And then anytime you went in any place, like walking around the strip, you didn't see a lot of masks and there were so many people and it just, it felt more normal. And then the other day I was walking through the mall in Salt Lake city and they had a lot of the stores still have pickup outside of the store where you could come and and pick stuff up or they had lines for people to line up when it's busy and things like that. And I thought, okay, so we are still, like you said, Marley, it depends on where you are as far as how back to normal things have gotten. Well, and I went um, this past weekend, I went to St. George, which for those of you don't know where that is, it's, Southern Utah, like Southern, Southern Utah. And it is, uh, as of right now, it's a, it's a low COVID transmission area, which is weird to me because I've been living in an area that was high and then it's now medium. And so then to go down to low, I was like, what's this going to be like? And sure enough, restaurants and stores, most of them are still like, hey, wear a mask, please. But there were a couple of restaurants, I'm not going to name any specific ones, but there were some that were like, masks are optional. Mm-hmm. We're like our our employees and even and our patrons, like, if you want to wear a mask, cool, but we're not requiring it. And like, they had like signs that like said that. And I was like, well, that's cool. But it's also just, it's weird. Yeah. It's really weird to me. And it's just like, I don't know, I guess in my opinion, my personal opinion, it's just like, why even have the sign? Just like, just don't have any signs up. If people want to wear masks, I guess you can wear them, but don't be all like, oh yeah, they're, they're optional. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, yes or no. Yes or no. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to now what you feel like your risk level is. And, you know, when we, when I say we traveled to Las Vegas we had both gotten both doses of the vaccine before we had traveled. So we were both fully vaccinated. We felt like for us, it was a risk that we were willing to take. And you've got to know where your risk levels are. And that's true. I think we're getting to a transitional phase where there's going to be different levels of risk and, and just, comfort. 
Yeah, and comfort. And like, I don't know. Don't be dumb. Don't be angry. And don't be and don't be rude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need to be an a-hole to people that are yeah. doing stuff that you don't personally agree with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that just is good general life advice. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. Like yeah. it is good advice. Any advice that starts with don't be an a-hole, like that's really good advice, just generally speaking. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> no, this is like, a, I, I don't even know how to segue into that. Well, before you had mentioned the Flintstones having a laugh track, and I was like, oh, that's a good segue into our topic this week. And then nobody took advantage. I tried, but then we went in a different direction. And it yeah, was- we failed. We failed. <laughs> so more so like visual segue here by putting up animated April on our screen here. And that's what we're talking about this month, this animated stuff. Uh, we've talked about Beauty and the Beast. And today we're talking about favorite Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. And Saturday morning cartoons for us, I mean, we've got a few different decades going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. As as was established in our last episode, Marley's like <laughs> I don't know, thirty years younger than I am. That's not true. <laughs> and, and well, it's like seventy seven. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like that's why I had to move to Texas because you know Arizona was full, <laughs> and you know I'm not going to Florida. And since I'm old, that's what we got to do is got to go somewhere where it's warm. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's true. Okay. Although I think you typically are supposed to. Well, I guess a lot of people go to Florida and it's not a dry heat. No, <laughs> it's not. Although most of Texas, well, parts of Texas aren't dry heats either. Although there are some. Texas is the size of a like a medium sized country in yeah. parts of the world, so it's got all yeah. sorts of. We control. got it all. We got a freeze warning tomorrow night. I mean, it's it's like oh, living goodness. in Utah, but of course that's not where I live. But that's how vast Texas is. It's as vast as the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. So we do have different decades that are represented here. And I think it's an interesting topic, Saturday morning cartoons, because my kids have no idea. Like, they know what cartoons are. But this concept of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, it's all on demand now. Yeah. Like, I don't know that anybody does Saturday morning cartoons anymore, except maybe like the Cartoon Network, because they do cartoons all the time. Yeah, yeah. like a specific program. Yeah. With like, like hey, hey, from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., these are the list of shows, and it's mm-hmm. specifically Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, I don't think anyone really has that. Yeah. No, I don't think so. When I was a kid, you'd get up at 6 or 7 in the morning on a Saturday, and all of the networks, all of them, ABC, CBS, Fox, they all had some kind of kids entertainment on in the mornings from, like you said, from like 7 to 11 a.m. And it was the major networks. It was so foreign to what we see now. Like you said, yes. it's all on demand and nobody does it anymore. But that was a highlight. Yeah. And it's hilarious that you say all of the networks and you listed Fox in there. Yeah. Because I remember when I only had three networks to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Fox became a thing. But for, for me growing up, I can't not talk about Fox kids uh, on Saturday morning because some of the best cartoons. Oh, for sure. For my time were on Fox. And so it, it would be hard not to mention them because I think I remember like I think Batman. The animated series was on there. X-Men. Yep. 
Those like, two are actually some of the ones that I put. I, I put a little list together, and those are two that I would say are among the best Saturday morning cartoons ever. Even though I was a little bit older at that time, but yeah, I mean, the cartoon that I had to get up for every Saturday, six a.m. was Smurfs on NBC. Smurfs. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I mean, and. I, I remember get so pissed off if I overslept, if I didn't wake up at 6 a.m. Oh, crap. I woke up at 630. It's over. Yeah. Oh, that's like that is a horrible way to start your Saturday morning when you yeah. oversleep and miss Smurfs or whatever. In my case, it was Smurfs. But then, you know, I, I'd flip channels and I remember and some of these just hit Disney Plus, but like Ewoks and and droids. Those were 1984, 85, something like that. Ewoks had to be 85, 86 because Return of the Jedi came out 85. 83. So, was it 83? You're right. 83. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, I mean, and Marley's like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> no, I was not even born. <laughs> yes, we know Marley. That is an established fact. You are a youngin. But I remember but I'm not you that know, young. I mean, come on. For a little while I was the youngest in stolen droids, but then you added a few of people in the lettuce in who are younger than me. So, yes. <laughs> that's true. And and we have one person on lettuce in. I'm not gonna say who it is, but you look at him and you don't know if he's thirteen or thirty-three. I mean, it's just it's weird. He oh my goodness, yes. Because I said <laughs> that to him, but I'm not going to call him that. Uh, but, I mean, you'd get up in the morning, you'd sit down on the couch with your bowl of cereal, corn pops or whatever, big bowl, like half the box yeah. in one bowl. Corn pops. Oh, yes. Or, or Lucky or Charms. Honey Smacks. Or um, uh, Cocoa Pebbles or... Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, and Look. the Pebbles cereal, Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles were some of my favorite cereals ever. Like, they were so awesome. Oh, I don't do fruit cereal. I don't do fruit candy either, but that's neither here nor there. I was always cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, though. Cocoa Puffs are awesome. Oh, yes. Cocoa Puffs, yes. Cocoa Puffs are awesome. And if you didn't have Cookie Crisp, but you had Oreos, you just do that instead, and there you go. Uh, or Reese, Reese's Puffs was always like a treat. Like if my mom ever got that, it was the best thing. And especially, yeah, like sitting there getting ready to watch Saturday morning cartoons and you got yep. your Reese's Puffs and you're like, it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> yes. Unless you miss Smurfs because you oversaw. Oh, yeah. Because Smurfs, because th- I don't get why Smurfs was a thing, but it was huge. Oh, it like, was massive. The Smurfs. I think when I was younger, I know I had a little ride-on toy that was shaped like a, a Smurf that I rode on all the time. And I had a bunch of Smurfs, little toys and things like that when I was really, really little. I don't understand why it was so big and so popular, but it was. It was huge, like a yes. cultural phenomenon. The the figures, I mean, everything, it was, it was massive. And it went for like nine seasons, I think. Yeah, it was uh, for like from like 81 to 1990 or something like that. So it's not like it was not a good show that had staying power. It was, did it they, was freaking amazing. Did they have, do they have a new, I mean, 
when I say newer version, I mean I don't mean within the last decade, but like, do they have a newer version since that so, time that you're talking about, Zoner? Because like, I feel like I feel like I've seen Smurfs, but obviously that was not playing when I was watching Saturday morning cartoons. But like, yeah. I've seen Smurfs they, here and there. They've made three movies. Uh, that too. More sequels. Yeah. Other. And then two of them, there was a first one and a sequel. And then the third one, I don't think is a sequel as much because it's a little bit different. But but yeah, they've made a, a few movies. I don't know that they've done a new cartoon. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe. I didn't really there get was, into it. Uh, in, in 2017, it was announced that some Belgian companies were producing an updated Smurf series that had CG animation. And it looks like it is supposed to come out in sometime 2021. Oh, so yeah, I'm talking um, like a lot earlier. Than yeah, obviously, right now. I and they're going to be 11 minutes long instead of the 23 or whatever they were. I will say that as big as Smurfs was here in the U.S., it was still a big. So 20 years ago, I lived in Germany, and this was, you know a decade after the last Smurfs show was on TV here and Smurfs were still a big culture. Oh yeah. Germany. So I think Europe, it's a bigger deal than it was even here. So yeah, oh, interesting. for sure. For sure. And like comics, like Asterix, the Gaul and things like that. Those are huge over in Europe mm-hmm. where over here, like everybody's like, give me Pokemon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we like our Japanese imports. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's the best of the crop, I guess. So what were the cartoons that you guys had to get up for on Saturday mornings? I mean, Jake, you mentioned a couple, Batman and X-Men. Were there others? Um, I'm trying to think. Those were the two that stood out to me the most. When I was really, really young, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was one that I had to catch every week. That was, I think that was the first one that I really remember being into. Uh-huh. I know I was into Thundercats, but I don't necessarily remember. Like, I know I had all the toys, so I know I was really into them. But I, but like <laughs> one that still stands out to me is, is Ninja Turtles. Every week, we had to make yeah. make time for that one, for sure. And that was, I mean, obviously that was a huge cultural thing, too. But I just, I love that show. And it's so bad. Like, yeah. I watch it now, and it's not good at all. But I loved it when I was a kid. I actually have all of the original episodes. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's horrible by today's standards, but thankfully, it, I think it holds up a lot better than some shows like Masters of the Universe. Yeah, uh, Masters of the Universe. that doesn't hold up at all. Yeah, the original He Man series is really not good. <laughs> Fine for its time, but it yeah. was a show that was made to sell toys. That was the whole purpose of He-Man. literally. And you can tell that there wasn't as much thought put into it. And I hate to say that because the people that were stuck with writing it and putting it together, they weren't brought in as top-notch writers or anything like that. And they did the best they could, but it, it's just not good. The animation yeah, and, wasn't good, but it had staying power, though. Yeah, and you can see where they cut corners. I actually asked one of the animators about, why is the rock that always falls a different color? You always know the one that's going to fall. Yeah. And, and he explained it to me that it was it was because of budget. They just didn't have the money. And so they'd reuse stuff. And if it didn't match, it didn't match. 
And I, wow, that's okay. That's honest. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But one, yeah. Another one that I remember watching all the time was the real ghostbusters. Oh yeah. Which was just awesome. And it had to be the real Ghostbusters because I don't know if you remember this. Honor, so there was the Ghostbusters movie that came out, uh-huh. and there was a cartoon version of it. But somebody went and made like another company went and made another cartoon called just Ghostbusters that had with the no- monkey. Yeah, with the monkey, and it was weird and bizarre. It had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. So when they did finally get the animated series up. They called it the real Ghostbusters, so yep. that people would know the difference between. The ripoff show and the one oh, okay. on the movie. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, but that's kind of like a, a slap in the face to to the Ghostbusters. Because it's yeah. like you're an imposter. We are we are the legit Ghostbusters here. Well the thing and- is turned on if somebody's like, Yeah, we're gonna watch Ghostbusters and they turned on the other cartoon, you're like, This is crap. Like, what am I watching? Where's Bankman? Where's Ray? Yeah. Where's Egon? Like, what the heck? So, yeah, uh, for I, sure. I love that cartoon. That was one that I watched all the time, too. Had a bunch of the toys. Oh, memories. What about <laughs> well, I, there was, I mean, I, there were so many different cartoons that I watched growing up, but the specific Saturday morning cartoon segment that I remember the most is Disney's One Saturday Morning. <laughs> I still, I know it. It's ingrained in my brain. And sure enough, I was looking up on online. I was trying to remember all the different shows and everything. And it actually had a link to the original intro. And I watched it and holy crap. I remember every single little thing from that little (laughs) animation. It's insane. And I, um... Yeah, I so just to give you guys a little bit of perspective here, so because it actually shows on, um, I'm looking at the uh, Disney fandom wiki page for for one Saturday morning, and it actually shows like the um, the series name and then the time period that they were running or they were airing. Uh-huh. So because a couple of the ones that really stood out to me that I remember the most is Recess and right. Doug. And the Weekenders. Mm-hmm. And they were all running between about 1997 to 2002. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of yeah. when, like, that was like the peak of my, like, Saturday morning cartoons was right there in, let's say, 1998, 1999. <laughs> it's funny that you heard I that. actually, oh, I, I was going to say, I actually tried to get my little girls and, and my 11-year-old to appreciate the Saturday morning cartoon. So I woke up with them one Saturday morning and we went downstairs and turned on recess on Disney plus. And I said, okay, this is, this is a Saturday morning cartoon. Let's sit down and watch it. And they just wanted to flip to Netflix or whatever, because that's (laughs) what a three and a four year old do. But um, yeah, recess was amazing. Recess, I mean, Loved that was Recess. such a good show. Oh, it's, yes. And that one actually does hold up still. That one's still fun to watch. Really? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gone back and watched any of these, but but just, yeah, I I just I had so I had so much fun. What, Jake? 
I'm sorry. What you said? Recess, Doug, and what was the third one that you mentioned? Um, Weekenders. Okay. Was another one, and then also uh, Pepper Ann was another one. Um, I also really liked Hercules, the animated series, because like I loved Hercules the movie, one of my all time favorites. And so when they had like the animated series, that was kind of fun. There was even a okay. So they had like these like segments in between shows or maybe there were, com- there was probably commercials. I'm, I don't really remember, yeah, but there, were. there was, there was a specific segment that they had Genie from Aladdin. So Robin Williams, and it was, um, the segment was called great minds think for themselves. And like, still to this day, I remember the little intro to that. Like I even have like quoted it before. And I like kind of look around to be like, does any did anybody like catch that? Like, does anyone know what that's from? And I don't know if they do, but I'm gonna tell you guys and I'm curious. You you probably won't, but maybe some listeners will. But the start of it is like because they he uses like genie's like funny little like um like when he's like tiny kind of voice. And it's like uh it's like great minds um think alike. And it's like, no, great minds think for themselves. And like, that's like how it always started. And then he went into this, I don't know, like some sort of segment, like some sort of like teaching moment, like a like some history or like some other uh, awesome people from history kind of thing. But I just, it's so funny how you just like remember those little tiny like audio bits uh-huh. and they just, they stick with you. And so well, I'm really after curious. These messages will be that. right back. Dude, I was just thinking of that. <laughs> thinking about that. Like every time yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. I still yep. think my kids <laughs> know what that even means. It's it's funny you mentioned Doug in there because Doug's an interesting one being on the Disney's one Saturday morning because Doug started out as a Nicktoon. It started That's out right. as an Odeon property. Um, oh, and I then forgot about that. After... Nickelodeon canceled it and brought it back on the one Saturday morning. And I think they made mm-hmm. a movie and things like that. So Doug's an interesting Disney property because they, that was originally a Nickelodeon property. And this was back. Nickelodeon was funny because Disney was doing their shows and their cartoons and everything in typical Disney fashion, always a little bit more wholesome, a little bit more family friendly. And Nickelodeon came along and we were like, ah, we're going to be rude and crude. And they had like Ren and Stimpy. and Ren Rock and Stimpy. And I, I don't know that those were on Saturday morning. I feel like they were on it like Saturday night. It was like the opposite of Saturday morning. It was like, we're going to put these on at night because they're edgy. And and Doug was one of them. And he, it, like Doug was not edgy at all. It just wasn't an edgy cartoon like the others. And it just didn't fit in with the other I, Nick. Yeah, I, I think it's funny, though, that you mentioned that because I remember going to my aunt's house and I I think I was in high school, maybe just going into high school. And I remember she had cable and we didn't. And so I was able to watch Ren and Stimpy, but it was on Sunday morning that I watched it. Okay. Maybe it was a Sunday morning thing. And so, yeah, I mean, I remember sitting there watching Ren and Stimpy. I I've always had a soft spot for the original Ren and Stimpy just because I think it was, brilliant but of course i would so we weren't allowed to watch ren and stimpy at our house i didn't i didn't like it i remember watching it and i'm like this is stupid (laughs) 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 i'm like i'm gonna go back to uh i don't know lizzie mcguire or something i don't remember (laughs) yeah Yeah. and the one saturday morning that 
that Disney did, you know, that was shortly after Disney acquired ABC. And so that was kind of their way of building on, Hey, this is our synergy. We are, yes. ABC is a Disney company. Now let's put some of our property on there. And it was great. And I think that's also the transition from what we normally saw on Saturday morning cartoons to something different. Cartoons changed and they became more, kid centric like recess for example all the characters are kids right yeah but mm-hmm. all the characters are kids but like i grew up watching cartoons where everybody was grown up like ghostbusters the x-men gi joe gi joe and like it was like these heroes that you wanted to grow up and and be and there wasn't as yes. much the the um and and a lot of it was like fantasy based too like smurfs for example they weren't necessarily grown up you know, warriors or whatever, they were Smurfs, but it was still this fantastical world. And then you get into something like recess where that's much more like, obviously there's a lot of fantasy involved in recess, but it's yes. still kind of based in a, in a more realistic world, even though yeah. it's still a cartoon. And, yeah, and I, cartoons are like that. now. I, I like how you said, you know, the Smurfs, you know, they weren't warriors or anything. It's a bunch oh. of half naked dudes running around. I mean, that's, and, one girl and one. Well, I think they had three actually over the course, <laughs> but oh, um, still, it ain't right. No, looking looking back with adult eyes, it ain't right. You want to <laughs> looking back on something with adult eyes? Watch the first episode of Thundercats, where they're all just walking around naked. Oh yeah, Fine. yeah. You're like, what is going on here? I mean, you don't. It's not weird, Marley. You don't see anything. Well, but- of course not, but still. Yeah, it it's was- not like Chitara has genitals. I mean, come on, that would no, be. I don't know. Wrong. I haven't. I've never seen Thundercats. If you have never seen Thundercats, I would never recommend going and watching it. <laughs> Although they did do a, a reboot on Cartoon yes. Network, I think that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. The reboot on Cartoon Network was much better than the original. You go back though and you watch the original. If you've never seen it and it holds no nostalgic value for you whatsoever, you will not make it through the first ten minutes. No, it's not good. Isn't no. there a there's a character named Starscream, right? That would be right? Transformers. Is that Transformers? The Starscream? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was Thundercats. No. No. Because uh, there's a there's a YouTuber. I don't know if you do. You guys know who Olin Rogers is on no. YouTube? Oh my goodness! I need to send you guys some links. He is hilarious, and he tells like really funny stories. But anyways, he has a cat named Starscream, and I thought I I swear he said it was. He, I remember he talked about Thundercats, but it could have been Transformers. I promise, Starscream is Transformers. Okay, well I believe you guys because <laughs> yeah. I must have just misheard him. But anyways, he has this. He had, well had mm, sad. Um, had a cat named Starscream, and I actually have. He's passed away since because it's been a few years, and I actually have a T-shirt with Starscream on it, holding the Captain America shield. Anyways, different story. Olin Rogers is cool, though. You guys need to look him up. Yeah, Starscream was like Megatron's right hand man. In yeah, the- oh. he was kind of a whiny punk, though. Well, yeah, all the Decepticons were. Uh, well, I I liked Soundwave. Yeah, like yeah. hey, Soundwave was cool. Soundwave was cool because if you got the Soundwave toy, he, he turned into a little cassette player is what Soundwave would turn into. And, and a cassette for for you, Marley, is what we I used to listen to music it. on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But if you had the start, I had the Soundwave toy. And he yes, I did too. 
and you would open up his little case that the cassette would go in and a cassette would be in there and it would transform into like a little bird or something that he would use as one of his little spies that would go out and yep. buy for him and stuff like that. And it was just really cool. The transformer toys were some of the coolest toys ever made. And we're not talking about toys, but they were really cool. That <laughs> that was back when, when Megatron was still a gun. Right. And, I never understood how you could have this giant robot and you transform into a gun that a person could hold. It's like that's yeah. shrinking that defies the laws of physics. It's not how that's not how science works. That's how it works but it was a fun. yeah, it was a cartoon, so I didn't care, and it was a fun cartoon to watch. Yeah, Transformers was a fun one. I was never allowed to watch GI Joe, so my mom had. Why? Well, because I'll tell you why. Violence? Well, not violence necessarily. It was gun violence. My mom had very strict rules about watching shows with guns in them because of the violent piece and and everything. So Thundercats, fine. Ninja Turtles, fine. Transformers was okay because they were laser guns, which aren't real. That was fine. But G.I. Joe was not okay because of the guns. And I give her a hard time about this still to this day. I because it was supposed to be like, you know, she wanted me to learn like not to use guns and be violent. And I said, so all I learned was it's okay to kill people as long as you use like swords or a nunchuck. Yeah. Like just oh, don't. Yeah. And so she loves it when I say things like that. <laughs> well, and if I recall correctly, the guns in GI Joe also shot lasers. Yeah. But it was too close because they were in the army and it was. Too okay. Close. Okay. Did did y'all watch Muppet Babies? Oh my god. No. Yes. no. Uh, that was one that I enjoyed a lot as well cuz I've always loved the Muppets. And so Muppet Babies was a good one for me. But they've redone it mm-hmm. and it's now on Disney Plus. I don't know where else it is. Some Disney Channel probably somewhere. Yeah, I think it used to be on Disney Junior. Maybe but m- my 3 and 4 year old will sit and watch that for hours they love the new muppet babies yeah yeah my son got way into the muppet babies and his confusion was he thought that baby kermit in the muppet babies when he saw grown-up kermit he thought that grown-up kermit was like baby kermit's dad and like grown-up mm. was baby Fozzie's dad and i'm like no that's them as baby he was all sorts of confused. <laughs> For a while, he did walk around after he would tell a joke and say "waka waka." That so, doesn't even oh, rhyme. Goodness. What? Oh, it's from the it's from the theme song. <laughs> my kids will say that. It's awesome. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Muppet Babies was one that I loved as a kid, and even the new one is really good. I think they've done a good job with the new one, which a lot of times isn't the case when they reboot something like that. And considering Disney's struggle with the Muppets since they purchased them, it amazes me that they've done it so well. Yeah, they've gotten Muppet Babies right. Although, really, when you think about it, the Muppet Babies series doesn't make sense because here they are all in the same nursery. They've known each other since they were babies. But then you watch the Muppet movie and how they all met. And they're all strangers. Which one's the truth? (laughs) Which one is the truth? Oh, you know, my what goodness. is canon? What is canon? What is canon? Is Muppet Babies canon? <laughs> or is it Legends? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So I do remember, like, when I would be watching this one Saturday morning on the Disney Channel, 
which I could have sworn was on ABC. It was, but was it on ABC? Yeah, but it, but it was Disney. Yep. Yeah. So okay, okay. So I'm not crazy. Yep. No, Disney but like ABC in the '90s and acquired the network, and then they started putting their programming on ABC. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and but I also remember because I mean there. Of course, there were shows that you didn't care for, you know, as you're, you know, watching these for hours and hours. So I would switch to other channels. And I think oh, yeah. my biggest go-to was Arthur. I loved Arthur so much. And then there were other times, like, especially as I, like, kind of got older, I would ironically, because I knew I hated it, but I would be like, I just want to, I just want to watch part of it. Cause I'm just curious. I would watch Teletubbies, you guys, ironically. And it was so dumb. And like, sometimes I'd watch it with like friends and we'd be like, why are we watching this? This is stupid. And it's just looking back on it. It's like, we were dumb a and B that show is terrifying. Yeah. I oh, don't for know sure. how they got away with doing Teletubbies for as long as they did. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird show. Teletubbies. Was it a super long time? Is it still around? Are they still making it? I I hope I don't not. Know, and I I don't want to. They all need to be filled with fire. Yes. As far as and that little, they all need. Yeah. So weird. I did not like it, but yeah. I loved Arthur because <laughs> that was on that was on PBS. Arthur's that good. Was always a good one. Um, I think for me, the the show that was probably like my Teletubbies was probably Barney. My I loved Barney when I was like little, very little. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. You were probably <laughs> the right age. I was older and I was like, this show is the war. Like, what are we watching? Oh it, my goodness. It was bad. But I know looking back terrible. on it now, it's like Barney is a little problematic. <laughs> oh man. Jake, Ugh. you're a wrestling fan. Did you yeah. uh, do you remember Hulk Hogan's rock and uh, wrestling? Yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, it had Hulk Hogan, the giant dog. Fantastic. It had the guy with the rubber bands in his ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Captain Lou Albo. Yep. Uh, and uh, Brad Garrett actually did the voice of Hulk Hogan on that. Fun fact. Really? Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Before, yeah, before but, everybody loves Raymond days? Yes. Very much before. Because that, that went like from... September 85 to October of 86. And so, I mean, that yeah. wasn't around long, but oh boy, was that awesome. If you were a wrestling fan in the 80s and which kid wasn't, let's just be honest, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it worked so well because during that time, if you watched wrestling, it was very cartoony anyway. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so totally. Making it a cartoon just totally worked. Yeah, totally. Speaking of professional athletes, which obviously Hulk Hogan is a professional athlete. Do you remember there was a show and I can't remember what it was called. It might've been like all stars or something like that, but it had Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Wayne and- Gretzky. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. That I- they were like super space jam. Athletes. Are you talking yeah. about space jam? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, they're a cartoon. Uh, I'll find the name of it, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was it was great. But speaking of Space Jam, Marley, Bugs Bunny has been on Saturday morning cartoons forever. I think the first yes. Saturday morning Bugs Bunny cartoon debuted in like nineteen something, and they like revamped 
prepping it. So, you know, you get Bug and Tweety Hour and then Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner show and uh, Bugs Bunny and yeah. Roadrunner Hour. And I mean, they just, I, it, it bounced between remember, ABC, NBC, yeah. and CBS. I do remember and watching just, Bugs Bunny and like Roadrunner and uh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like, I also remember watching those shows a lot growing up. I don't know if it's necessarily Saturday morning cartoons, you know, but like, I do, yeah, I do remember those quite. Oh, and Looney Tunes. I loved Looney Tunes. <laughs> Looney Tunes or Tunes? Yes. Oh, okay. Because Looney Tunes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I just. Looney Tunes was like Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and then Tiny Tunes was like Buster Bunny and. I, I'm uh, sure I watched both, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I remember both. Tiny Tunes, uh, Animaniacs. Yeah, all. Animaniacs, that one too. Yeah. All of those. That was good fun. Yeah. And it was just something special because Saturday mornings belonged to the kids. It was our time to watch whatever we wanted. And grownups just knew it. They were busy sleeping in and they loved it because they could sleep in because we were watching cartoons and whatever. So it was was awesome. I knew it would go until about 10 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock, it seemed like that's when Power Rangers would start. And like the other kind of live action cartoony shows that yes. I didn't like at all. Or the sports stuff. Like on the major networks like NBC and ABC, like that's when like golf would start was ten o'clock. You're like, oh, <laughs> golf. Done with, with this. Uh oh. Are we losing yeah. Zoner? Oh. Wait, back. I, I'm back. Oh, there we go. I'm back. My network I know. just crapped out on me for a minute. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah. But, I... but yeah, Jake. 10 o'clock, you knew that it was time to do your Saturday morning chores once 10 o'clock hit because there was nothing yep. good on TV anymore and it sucked. Oh, yeah. And you're like, That's... oh, wait, Fat Albert's on. Let's watch Fat Albert. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fat Albert. Yeah. I... I remember that show. I I watched that too. But yeah, I remember like, yeah, around 10 o'clock, it was usually like, that's usually when my mom would kind of come in and check on me and be like, okay, time for chores. Like you're done. (laughs) There was definitely that kind of time limit on there. And it all, there'd always be like some sort of debate. I'm sure I know about like, Oh mom, just one more show. And then I'll, and then I'll start, I'll do my chores immediately. But like, like, Oh, there's a recess came back on and they're doing another episode or I don't know, whatever it was, but I, there would always be that bargain with your, with your mom. You're just like, come on, please <laughs> one more. And then I'll go yeah. to the bathrooms. <laughs> my younger brother, he's I'm three years older than he is. He, he said, you said bargains and this is this reminded me or they're doing another episode and it reminded me of this. He always wanted to watch something. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so when he wasn't paying attention, I'd get up and change the channel and he'd come back and I'd say, oh, well, they're watching this on the show that you like. And he was gullible enough to fall for it. So all of a sudden, like Scooby-Doo, the, a pub named Scooby-Doo is watching... I don't know, Smurfs or whatever. And oh my uh, even goodness. two different times, but you get the point. Uh, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> I, love, I love everything that you just described because it just doesn't work in today's world at all. The fact that there was like the idea that you had to 
watch on the same TV. My kids, if they want to watch something, it's like, I'm going to grab this iPad and you're going to grab the TV and you're like, yep. just watch on whatever. But then also when you said when he wasn't looking, I had to get up and go change the channel. Get up. <laughs> channel. I mean, you look at TV today, they don't really have buttons on the front of them. Kids wouldn't even know what to do without the remote. I know. Or we had a lot it. of them, you just like say, hey, go to channel or hey, go to Netflix and start whatever. Yeah. I don't even know. Doug or whatever's on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't even say channel 47. Like there aren't channels anymore. Yeah. I mean, there are, but who has cable? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, enough it, people to keep the cable industry happy. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we've actually, my wife bought a TV a few years ago and they couldn't find the remote for it. Like Mike, I, I seriously go through Roku remotes about every three months. Cause we buy Roku oh TVs. And my girls will lose remotes. Like I, one of these days I'm going to find like this giant cache of Roku remotes. So it'll be like 30 of them there, but yeah, yeah, but they couldn't find the remote and the TV couldn't get turned off. They didn't know how to turn off the TV. And my wife is like, I don't know. There's no buttons. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> if they do have a button they've got like just one button on the back and that turns it on it's weird tvs yeah. are definitely better but different. so much has changed so much has changed since the since the days of the saturday morning cartoon i i'm just looking here through a list of cartoons from the 80s and uh, i mean prior's place Richard Pryor had a Saturday morning show for kids. Who was that? <laughs> I'm serious. Who's that? He's a comedian. Richard Pryor's a comedian. Oh, okay, cool. Known for being edgy and offensive in his comedy, typically. Oh. So and him- that was in the 70s and 80s that he was considered edgy and offensive. Yeah. So imagine by today's standards. <laughs> yeah, show. Uh, but I mean, Mr. T had a cartoon. Yeah, of course he did. Mr. I remember Mr. T's cartoon. Like that's where I Mr. T from. Everybody would talk about the A Team. I knew him from his cartoon and his cereal. Well, yeah, which was not very. Which good. you would eat as you watched the cartoon on Mr. Saturday morning. Cereal. Let's. And not that we're talking about cereal, but there was a certain flavor of cereal that anytime they had to put a promotional cereal together, it was the same thing, just in a different shape. Mr. Yes. T cereal, Batman cereal, yes. WWF cereal, like all of it was the same color and flavor. It was just a different shape. I don't know what that flavor is, but that's what Mr. T cereal was. Now, is it me? And maybe I'm just misremembering because it's been so old, but did it all taste like King Vitamin? Um, I don't know what King Vitamin tastes like. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm just old. But, but, it may, but they all have the same taste, so it's very possible. They did, and sometimes they throw marshmallows in it. Ah, like with yes. The yeah. C3PO cereal, or mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, and they always seemed to have a cereal that would tie in with those cartoons, which I think was awesome as a kid. It's and great marketing, it. though. It's great marketing it because, I mean, at the top of this episode, we were just talking about cereals that we would eat while watching Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. Yeah. In the 80s and, and 90s, I think 
especially in the 80s, it was all about marketing everything and tying it all together. Like Star Wars really blew that open with toys and oh yeah, and all of that. And so everything kind of tried to do that. And that's why you had shows like G.I. Joe and Transformers and He-Man and Thundercats that were really shows that were designed to do one thing, and that was to sell toys. Some of them were better than others. Like Transformers was better than Thundercats quality-wise. But honestly, if they were introducing a new character, it was because that character was going to be on toy shelves soon. And they just wanted you to... I mean, Ninja Turtles was the same thing. Every time they brought on a new character, a new mutant, it was because, hey, we're going to sell this toy and we want you to... And you saw it on TV, so then you had to go buy it. They want you to come up with new vehicles, new hideouts, like whatever. And Ninja Turtles is an interesting one because that started as a comic book. Yep. And if you've read the old black and white comics, they are not like the cartoon. I mean, Shredder gets decapitated in the first issue, spoiler alert, but it was like 1983, so you should have read it by now. Oh, of course, yeah. If you were really interested, you would have read it by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they decapitate the main villain from the cartoon in, in issue one. It's like, where do you go from here? Yet the, somehow they managed to to milk it for what, like eight seasons or nine seasons, something like that? Well, it, I mean, so many cartoons were like that. And like you talked about prior. Yeah. How does that work as a kid's cartoon? Ghostbusters is like that, like. I remember watching the cartoon as a kid and then watching the movie. And now I watch the movie and I'm like, why would anybody ever show this to their kids? Cause there's just, but kids don't get most of the stuff in there. So it's no, bad. they don't. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing. I do want to just mention again, X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman, the anim- animated series are probably three of the best cartoons that have ever been made. I yeah. Love- ever, ever been made. Rugrats was a good one on Saturday mornings. Rugrats. Oh, um, I love that show. That's more your speed there, Marley. Or yeah. T- age-wise. Sorry. <laughs> more more your demographic. Uh, I knew what you meant. <laughs> but but I had a I had a younger sister who was 13 years younger than me. And so a lot of these cartoons I was able to sit down and watch, you know, as mm-hmm. as a teenager and, and as an older kid without feeling guilty because, you know, that just wasn't cool back in the day. But now cartoons, I mean, they're they're so mainstream. It's it's awesome. I love it. I know there's so so many more. I would cycle through Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network on the regular. You know, yeah. and like all of I feel like okay, yes, like I feel like nowadays like TV is like we're in such a golden age of television. But even like back then like late 90s, early 2000s, maybe, I mean, I'll even throw in the 80s, you know, in there too. But like, there were some really quality shows that came out of those time periods too, though. And, and oh, like, yeah. we've, we've talked about like, a lot of them have held up. And a lot of them have not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's so much fun. Like, I, I love the nostalgia with all of it, too. Like, it was actually really fun to go back and look at the one Saturday morning on this wiki page, I was like, oh my gosh, I, what? what is that show? I've never even heard of that. <laughs> or just, you know, various, yeah. various yeah. musings. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, I've complained a lot over the years how Hollywood is out of ideas. And you could start to see it even back then, you know. Oh, Flintstone Kids, Muppet Babies. I mean, so many of these shows that 
that we watched as kids and that I watched as kids, they were just a reboot of something that was done in the 60s or 70s. That's true. Because they had no no new ideas. Oh, let's make them babies. Well, that's okay. And they were good. It's yeah. true. Mo- for the most part. For, I don't know. I I mean, speaking of Scooby-Doo, like I feel like the uh, Scrappy-Doo or whatever that one was called. That I personally was like, I don't I don't care for this show. I'm just going to watch Scrappy-Doo was the, terrible. I'm just going to watch the original Scooby-Doo and it's going to be fantastic and I'm it, I'm going to love it. Yep, Scooby-Doo Where Are You is like one of the greatest cartoons ever made. And it yes. still holds up. It still holds up. It's still oh, fun to totally. watch. I've never been a big Scooby-Doo fan. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you're just missing out, Jake. It's not that I haven't watched Scooby-Doo. I've watched it. It's just I never really enjoyed it. I'm glad that you guys like Scooby-Doo, and I'm glad other people like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. But it's just never been. Yeah. So, and when I found out that he's supposed to be a Great Dane, he is the fattest, ugliest Great Dane I've ever seen. (laughs) Well, look at his diet, man. That's true. Yeah, and I don't think what they feed that thing. Okay, yeah, and he doesn't really get a lot of like, like they don't take him for walks, so of course he's gonna bulk up. They just take him for runs through haunted houses back and forth through the doors. It is fun to go back and revisit these. I agree, Marley. Like, there is a lot of nostalgia there. And even just thinking back to the experience of Saturday morning cartoons and how much fun it was to just, like, that's what you look forward to on Saturday morning was I'm going to get up, spend three or four hours just watching cartoons. And it just made your whole weekend. Mm -hmm. It's the best way to start it out. And it, I'm glad that there's so much content for my kids to choose from and to stream and to view, but I still feel like there's just something that I feel like they're missing out because they don't have that same experience or don't have that same opportunity to, you know, this is what Mm -hmm. we're looking forward to. This is what we're going to (laughs) watch. Scheduled, scheduled programs. (laughs) And if you missed it, you missed it too bad. Yeah, nothing was worse than like you missed an episode of your favorite show and then you had to hear about it at school and all your friends were like, yeah, that was such a great episode. And you're like, man. Especially because you forgot to pop in the VHS tape and record it or the VH te- VHS tape was full because yep. you already recorded all of your other shows or mom recorded MASH or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyways but i love mash (laughs) i don't know i didn't ever watch any given moment uh, somewhere in the world mash is on tv right now oh i guaranteed like it doesn't matter i mean anytime there is somewhere that is airing mash oh totally (laughs) such a good show but when i was a kid uh, it was funny you say mom would put in the VHS to record MASH. When I was a kid, uh, my dad would watch reruns of MASH all the time. And I just remember thinking, this is the most boring, weird show I've ever seen. But now it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's just brilliant. But <laughs> this isn't our favorite sitcoms episode, Marley. That's on a different oh, no. We should do that. Because I'm sure nobody has ever done that before. 
Oh, wait. Yeah, Cutscenes and Cupcakes just had their favorite sitcoms, what, two, three weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, <gasps> we shared our um, a few of our, our top favorite uh, TV shows in the comedy genre. Yes. So if you want to find out what Marley likes on television that's not yeah. cartoon related, that's no. an episode for you to check out. And we plan to do other genres too when we when we uh, need to come up with a side mission episode. <laughs> right. But the way Zonner just said that, if you want to find out what Marley's into, <laughs> it just came across really creepy. And I just, it, don't, it wasn't meant to be, I don't think, but it was funny. It was, and I, I, I enjoyed it. As I said that. <laughs> but yet, I know who I am. it's fine i was so i was it was all good yep it was fun (laughs) kind of like Um, that episode that was a fun episode so go listen to it because it's a good one yeah check out cutscenes and cupcakes yeah Uh, we're pretty cool they are pretty cool all right that's all the time we have if you have feedback for us you want to let us know what your favorite cartoon is saturday morning cartoon you can do it by sending us an email at feedback at stolendroids.com. If you're too yes. young to use email, you can also comment on our social media posts and tell us what your favorite Saturday morning cartoon was. Uh, we always love to hear from you. And yeah, if you want to know where you can find us on social media, look, here's all of our usernames and everything. Ooh, yeah, just, just look for stolen droids. That's right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Tune in next week to see if Colin will be back. Maybe. Don't count on it. Bye. 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 This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.